Now we are going to transition into individual player prop type predictions for your New England Patriots. We will start with the obvious. Where do you always start when you're doing NFL awards, football awards of any kind? Longest kick made. Uh, Nope. MVP, because longest kick made, will be by Jake Bailey, who's ready to kick ass and maybe be in contention for this award, MVP, because he's going to get a lot of chances to show off his big leg. Uh, But I am going to go chalk here. Just MVPs go to quarterbacks. And even if the season's nine and eight or eight and nine, I think your MVP is going to be Mac Jones because... He's been thrown to the fire without coaches with little talent. And if they're even competitive, I think he deserves credit for it. Yeah, give me Matt Judon, double-digit sack season oh. here. The I think the one redeeming part about this team right now is the defensive line. So I'm going to go with Matt Judon. Yeah, I'm having a hard time deciding between which second-year player I want to go with here for Patriots MVP 2022. Mac is the chalk pick, and it makes sense. And as much as I think he will make the positive strides to build around for the future – Give me the Ramonster. I'm going to go with Ramondre Stevenson forced into multiple roles. We see we see uh, his true potential as a force to build around. uh, Shall I shall I say blossoming as the season progresses? Lots of yards, lots of touchdowns, lots of catches. Kid becomes a fantasy stud in the process. So I'm going to go. uh, I'm going to kind of go out of the blue. I'm going to take a flyer on Ramondre Stevenson, MVP. Yeah, I'm not sure it's a flyer necessarily because I'm going to go next toward Offensive Player of the Year, and I go Ramondre Stevenson. I've been on this since the middle of last year, the Levy and Bell comparison. Now I hear, oh, I'm Matthew Berry. I know football, blah, 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 doing the Alvin Kamara comparison. Whatever it is. platform, don't worry about it. We know that Ramondre Stevenson can run the ball. We know he can catch the ball, and he's going to do both for the Patriots this year. If he stays healthy, I think he is going to be the actual Patriot fantasy ball player worth having on your roster. So give me Ramondre Stevenson for a big offensive year. Yeah, I'm going to go. I'm I'm going to go with Jacoby Myers. I think Jacoby Myers has the best year on this team uh, on the offensive side of the football. What does that look like for him? Uh, Nine fifty and five tutties. Well, that would be catches? nice. Does he break 100 catches? Because he had 83, 88? No, not quite. Eight, He's in the 90s. Okay, so he gets in the 90s for reception. He's just shy of 100. Okay, I like it because I, I actually think he's had uh, quietly a really nice summer, uh, and there's not a lot of guys on the roster you can say have had a really nice summer, so he might be prepping for that. And the way I look at it as this offensive line, in my opinion, is what's going to be the downfall of this offense, and so Mac is just going to throw it to his most reliable guy as much as he can, and that's going to be Jacoby Myers. You know what, Andy? I'm, I'm going to go ahead and do something that's going to enrage and infuriate you to no, to no short degree, but I'm actually going to go with you on Offensive Player of the Year, Ramondre Stevenson. I'm going to backtrack and say MVP of the team. This this will make you happy. You're not happy about the fact that I'm actually like busting out the old podcast whiteout and changing my ballot before I submit it fully. I'm going to go with Christian Barmore for MVP, Ramondre Stevenson for... Uh, offensive player of the year. I'm buying into your Barmore makes a makes a difference. Uh, you went Matt Judon, Shime. I'm going Barmore because I see him as the saving grace of the defense, holding down the fort to keep them in a number of these games because of his growing uh, impact, power, and potential. Okay, I don't hate it because as we trend into defensive player of the year, my candidate would be Christian Barmore. I do think he's going to be the best defensive player on the team. 
Uh, I think he's been playing angry in the summer. I cannot wait to see what playing angry in the regular season looks like. I think he's looking to embarrass some offensive linemen and inflict pain upon running backs and quarterbacks. I love everything I've seen from Christian Barmore. Yeah, so, I mean, Matt Judon's my MVP, so almost by default, he would be my defensive player, but I'm going to go in a different direction, basically. My next best defensive player for you, since my MVP was already one, I'm actually going to go uh, a different uh, direction here. I'm going to go with Adrian Phillips. I think Adrian Phillips mm. uh, on the back end might even have uh, a handful of interceptions, hopefully just be in the right place at the right time, uh, make a couple plays for you this season. I suppose it should. Listen, I would love to see that leading tackler on the team last season, I believe, as well. Uh, You don't want your safeties to be your leading tacklers. But at the same time, uh, it happens sometimes when people make it past that first round, that first layer of the defense. Uh, I guess I probably should stick with Barmore on this one, Uh, although I could see uh, your boy Kyle Duggar trying to make a case for himself. Uh, You know, I. This is the year we need to see his coverage improve, Andy. We know he can pop people. We know he's quick to make a a diagnosis and read at the line um, and definitely can drop the hammer. But I would like to see Kyle Duggar's coverage improve, and I think that's going to be the next necessary step into him developing into a stud of an NFL defender. And I got to say, if there's a debate among Judon, Barmore, Phillips, and Duggar for awards at the end of the year, that's a good sign for the defense. If you can get four or five guys that are playing at a truly elite level, that will be a mm-hmm. good sign for the defense. Another guy mm-hmm. who could be a good sign maybe for the defense or maybe for the special teams, my rookie of the year prediction is Marcus Jones. Uh, I'm intrigued by his return ability, obviously in our All-American in that role at Houston, but also I've uh, been getting some love in the slot, and I think he is a uh, a pretty feisty defensive back. So I think as the... The weird defensive backfield plays out with the questions at cornerback. I think Marcus Jones does enough to be the rookie of the year. Uh, I'm going to go with Cole Strange only because I don't think any of this rookie class is really going to pan out very well. He's definitely not going to be worth that first round pick, but he'll be the best of the bunch. Well, I just love that Andy's been getting some love in the slot. Uh, I'm going to (laughs) go save that drop. I'm going to go with Jack Jones. We got a lot of Joneses to consider on this team. And what I saw from Jack Jones towards the end of the preseason leads me to believe that, yes, while he may get proverbially pantsed and make some rookie mistakes, we're going to see a true, true, like dependable corner emerge over the course of the season. I love the returnability and the multi-purpose usage on all sides of the ball for Marcus Jones, but Jack Jones, that's where it's at. There's one of your uh, lockdown defenders of the future. Jack Jones, Patriots defensive rookie of the year. I like it, and again, I think that would be another good sign. Uh, Comeback player of the year, I mentioned him earlier. Uh, A lot of fitzies of the world, a lot of so-called fans wanted to run this guy out of town. Uh, I think Jake Bailey is a phenomenal punter. I think he was hurt with that knee injury last year. He's crushing the ball again this spring, this summer. You saw it on full display uh, in Vegas, and as I joked earlier, unfortunately, I think he's going to get a lot of chances to show off his leg, and I think he's going to have an all-pro season. Oh, um, is there really any other candidates? It's just like, I just, I, I don't know. I don't think anybody's really uh, going to have a massive comeback season outside Jonathan of Jones. Jonathan Jones coming off missing the year to injury. He could come back and have a nice year. Uh, depending on how you um, 
create the award and the criteria in your brain, I think John o. Smith could be a candidate. So that was my other thought is he basically didn't play last year. You can come back invisible. from sucking, I guess. So, like. Yeah, so <laughs> let's go. I'll go with John o. Smith. Thorough ineptitude and yeah. uh, disappearing on the field or volleyballing the ball to the other people. If you don't do that, that represents a comeback alone. I'm actually going to go with Mike on Wenyu. I'm going to say he goes comeback player of the year. Now, maybe he doesn't like finish it. the season as your pro football focus darling that he did in 2020, but I think he becomes maybe the steadiest and uh, most dependable member of this fluctuating offensive line that people have been highly critical of during the preseason that we hope stabilizes ASAMFP. What are all these acronyms? Uh, as soon as mother effing possible. Uh, Jiminy Christmas. Okay, uh, okay. The other category, breakout player of the year. Then. And when I wrote this on odyssey.com, weei.com, I put mm -hmm. John Smith with a question mark intentionally because um, I'm just hoping maybe I was a year too early with my hype for John Smith. Everybody knows a year ago, I thought he was going to have like a thousand yards and 10 touchdowns and well. He didn't even come, what was the acronym? MFing close or mm -hmm. whatever to that. Um, they, he's had a nice summer. I don't know if I'm taking the cheese because he had a nice summer last year. Maybe they get him the ball. Maybe he builds something. And I'm, I'm off my, like, 1,000 yards, 10 touchdowns. But if he can just be, I don't know, Productive. 600 yards and six touchdowns with a decent amount of plays in there with his athleticism, I'd take it. So... Maybe he breaks out because he was awful last year. He was a net negative last year. Yeah, I'm going to go my breakout guys. Guy, I haven't mentioned it, but you guys have. That's going to be Ramondre Stevenson. I think mm. that's my breakout candidate this season. Uh, I don't think he'll quite be MVP or offensive player of the year for this team level, but I think he does, in fact, have a breakout year. I got Marcus Jones as the breakout player of the year because mm -hmm. while I think Jack Jones ends up the better cornerback, the fact that Marcus Jones adds a uh, a wrinkle, a a danger, if you will, some dynamics to the return game leads people to uh, open their eyes and take notice of the other Jones who also plays pretty well at cornerback. So give me Marcus Jones as your breakout player of the year. Uh, I think that would be fun to watch, especially mm -hmm. I have him as the rookie of the year and mm -hmm. the impacts two phases of the game. That could be fun to watch. Uh, Player with the most to prove this season. And I went with um, a guy that, interestingly, is in one of the most important roles on your roster. Number one cornerback, Jalen Mills. Uh, is he a number one cornerback? Can he live up to some of the matchups that are going to come his way this season with elite receivers on the schedule, elite quarterbacks being challenged? Also, there's really no other cornerback on the roster who's established. And I think that puts a lot of pressure on Jalen Mills. His teammates think he's ready to slide into that number one role. We will find out, but he's got a lot to prove. Yeah, I'm going with Mac Jones here. There's nobody else on this roster that has more to prove than this quarterback. Yo, how about that? Mac Jones. Mm, that's a hard disagree. I thought even our own Andy Hart of WEEI.com had said earlier this preseason or offseason, if you will, that Mac was almost getting a free pass because of yep. the way they had surrounded him with eh, the same kind of talent, if you will. Some people would even say talent in air quotes. And of course, the curiously chosen and unique coaching structure on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, this was an easy one for me. Isaiah Wynn, your fifth year option got picked up. You were a first round draft pick at left tackle. Never really worked out there. They switch you over to right tackle. You're not happy about that. You're getting ten and a half million dollars. You're looking for a big contract, likely not here or somewhere else. Only way you're going to get that, get out there and block your ass off and actually play all 17 games, which he's never done before. And he never will.
Uh, sorry, did I say that? Uh, coach. Totally everyone heard that. Yeah, we we're all here for that. Coach with the most to prove. Uh, to me, this was the easiest of any of these selections. Yep. Uh, it's Bill Belichick. You know, he likes to say, ultimately, it's all my responsibility. Yes, yes, we know that. It's all your responsibility. And going with that is all your fault if it doesn't work. And the way he built his offensive coaching staff, the roster moves, like there's just so much, no coordinators on either side of the ball. We forget there were questions last year about the the too many cooks in the kitchen defense. Now there might be too many cooks in the kitchen offense. Um, he's a genius. He's a great coach. He's got a lot of Super Bowl rings, but weirdly at the age of 70, when he should have nothing left to prove, it feels like he has a crap load to prove. Yeah, I'm with you, Andy. Uh, it's Bill Belichick by a landslide here. It's bleeper get off the pot time. Show us, mm. show us you still got it, or otherwise, uh, you know, happy trails. Uh, he is the one who, or happy trails. He is the one who brought back Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. Of course, we always say in Bill, we trust. So now it's uh, put your faith in Patricia or just don't F it up, Judge. I mean, what are, what are our other catchphrases to go along with the cadre of play callers and offensive minds that used to be on the defensive side of the ball? I'd like to say Matt Patricia, but Patricia came here at the hand of Belichick. So it's 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 Bill Belichick by default. Yeah, it really is. He created this situation slash mess slash Hey, maybe it's going to be a successful uh, plan of attack. I don't know, but it's all on him for better or worse. So that's our individual preview predictions for the 2022 Patriots season. MVPs, Rookie of the Years. We did it all. We had some similarities. We had some differences, but that's what this uh, Six Rings discussion is all about, especially when Shime's in the uh, mix because he's uh, he's unique. I'm very different. Right. He's unique. 